This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good afternoon, happy Monday. Welcome, Laurie and Julia Show. My Talk 107 on everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Laurie has returned from Paris, France, where she had an absolutely magnifique time. Bonjour, mon ami. Comment oh. allez-vous? Oh, bien. <laughs> Et tout? Très bien. Très bien. Je m'appelle Julia. Julia. I cleared customs at 1220 with my new mobile passport app. Oh, really? So, yes, you don't have to wait in line for the... Now oh, they've gotten really? it. Oh, they've gotten it. You remember you used to fill out the piece oh, of paper? Yeah. And then they moved to the kiosk, and now you can do it on your phone. Excellent. And anyway, yeah, I'm going to be good and discombobulated because in the uh, seventh arrondissement, which is where I stayed for the last yes. nine days, it is 9.30. Oh, no. I think it's later than that. Is Julia. it? I think it's I, after 10. Yeah. Oh, Lori, it's just time to go out to the nightclubs. Uh, Come on. We're just getting ready. I mean, honestly, I honestly, it, it's a no. You know what? It's only ten o'clock. Yeah, so we'll, by the time I get off the show, it'll be one in the morning. It'll be really interesting to see what happens. I well, over we're, the I'm course make of three you some hours, coffee, and we'll just take care of you. I'm welcome home. <sighs> Before you know, uh, we get to you. I got to tell you a couple really cool things that okay. happened. So the big news on Friday is that Cher announced that she's coming back around. Again. She's coming around the globe again. I was so excited. I'm so excited. So she's going to be at Excel Center on May 15th. Tickets go on sale at the end of this 18th. week. Well, whatever. Okay, fine. May of next year. It's okay. a Saturday night concert in Minneapolis. X, 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 yes, at X. Okay, so that's happening. Okay. Another big, big, big darn deal is that um, I know that you've been working. You saw some comedy shows over in Paris and, you know, really have been thinking about your stand-up routine. <laughs> the, the comedy places are huge over there, by the way. Are they really? Comédien Francais. Yes, there's all kinds of famous, like, places. Really? Yes, but I didn't go because, I mean, we wouldn't understand it. it well, exactly. <laughs> Can I have the English Sanskrit? Okay, so and what happens is Project Down and Dirty, oh, the comedy, no. um, those tickets go on sale this Thursday at 9 a.m. You go to our My Talk 107.1 website, keyword comedy. General admission tickets are $35. VIP are $75. And what you get for the VIP is you are in the first three rows of seats within Mystic Lake. You have good seating. This is all becoming real, Julia. I know. And you get a one-hour meet and greet with us after the show. And all proceeds benefit Harriet, um, excuse me, not Harriet Tubman, Tubman, Gilda's Club, Smile Network, and Stevie Ray's Go for Life. So that's this Thursday at 9 a.m. Keyword Comedy. I know people have been this, asking us about that. This is giving me, I have managed not to think about it, except for the couple times Casey and I came across these famous French 
you know, comedy, comedy clubs. Comedy yes. clubs. I have forgotten that we're going to have to do that. Oh, oh it, la la. it's coming, Laurie. It's coming. It's right around the band. Oh. We've got a couple of things we're going to give away throughout our show, and Donnie will just call for it. Yes. We're giving away tickets to, um, let's see here, Fashionopolis at Ariad's Wednesday, October 3rd. We can't go this year because we're at PD&D, which bums me out, but that is so much fun. Yes. And then pair of tickets um, to Once, which is premiering at Theater Latida on Wednesday, October 3rd. I, I think they're coming in, aren't they, Donnie? They are. The two is that the, the Beatles kind of a show? It's, no, it's the one about no, the, the making the, of the one song. Is yeah, the, 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 the guy that sang on the streets of Dublin and he meets the oh, woman yes, from Czechoslovakia. Yes, yes, we yeah, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, We've had people in for this before, but Theater yes. Latida is really excited right. about it. Okay. Yes. Other big things. Now, last I saw you, we were at Alexander Hamilton. Oh, my. I, that was the longest day in the world. Oh, well, yeah, it was. I, the only reason I did not, because we'd been at the fair and we didn't mm-hmm. even want to leave the fair. It was Friday. And I know, the last day I for feel like, yeah, but that show was amazing. Wasn't it? But I think I fell asleep a couple times. I'm sure I'm did. not going to lie. That was a very long day because I got out to the fair at like noon that day. Um, and we didn't get done with the show till like 11.15 that night, I think. And of course, Donnie spoiled the ending for you, so you could sleep because you knew that Aaron Burr <laughs> did no, shoot yeah, Alexander yeah. Hamilton. Killed so him. funny, I know. No, I, <laughs> right, that was one of our favorite. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was very crazy. Funny that was such was, a blonde moment. No, my our flight didn't leave for Paris until uh, 4.15 on Saturday. Oh, okay. So I had kind of been staging. And once again, Julia, I will say this. For all my staging for fashion, for a trip, you really need to go super all out to go to Paris because those women are très chic. They are so... Really, just to kind of feel... Chic. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I did... Bring a couple scarves. I saw the and scarves. I, I did. Bring, I saw the cutout shirt. Yeah, that we I mean, bought. I brought. I did bring some things, but I mean, when you get there, you're like, okay. So here are my fashion observations okay. because it was are still gonna, summer in Paris. Yes, all right. Tell it us. was. It was very warm last Sunday when we arrived. Of course, you know, you have to stumble around. We did get in our room at noon, so you know, we oh, went over to nice. Notre Dame. And here's the tip on on a. Here's my tip. I have two good uh, Sunday tips for you if you're going to Paris. The first Sunday of every month, all the museums are free. Okay, that's huge. That's huge. That's like huge. So we did go to the lower orangery later in that afternoon just to do that. But um, if you go when there's church service mm-hmm. at Notre Dame, yep. if you just say you're going to church, you, you don't have to wait in the free. line. Oh, you don't have to wait in the yeah, line. Yeah, there is no fee unless you take the tour. Right, okay. Where so you, you climb just, up. you went in and told everyone. Well, you just pretend, just you just, for- yeah, you're going for the service. Uh-huh. So, you know, that's just something. But anyway, we, you know, rested on a bench and had our, had the French onion soup at the cafe right next door. But uh, we saw every single day at least 10 people wearing Levi's t-shirts. T-shirts that just have the red Levi's. Right, the okay. white T-shirt with just the red logo. Yes, okay. I love that. So Why? That, I, who knows? It was everywhere on tees and, uh, and sweatshirts. Also, a lot of women were wearing tulle skirts. The tulle. Kind of like Serena Williams' tennis outfit. Kind of, but they were pleated and they were long past the knee. Okay. And then they would wear it with either a sweater or a little tee. And then they were wearing like Pumas and Converse so and Nike and Converse. Skirts. Yes, that was really, really cute. 
Uh, For guys, I saw so many drop-dead gorgeous men in navy suits with with brown shoes. Oh, I like that look. I love a navy suit. Navy and fitted. Yeah. Fitted. So it's still the tight, fitted, straight suit. Yes, yes. And then... um, We're talking Paris Paris fashion. And if nothing else, what I noticed the really chic women did, they wear, and you do this, so you have a naturally chic uh, advantage. Uh, a blazer. A blazer. I bought two new ones while you were gone. I yeah. love a blazer. A, a blazer to tie it all together yep. because then you can add your flat. Although we saw, I saw plenty of women in sky high heels and I'm just. Walking around just I'm like so, every day. I'm so impressed. With their foot. How yeah. their the bones in their feet still have yeah. the energy to be set? At oh that? no, Julie, we I'm saw oh, we saw women of all ages wearing heels. And then the other thing that I was really surprised the Wait, jean stop. jacket oh, yeah. is everywhere in Paris. I saw girls wearing like what looked like their dad's jean jacket from the eighties. I saw uh, of kind of fitted ones. I saw you know Levi's. how many we have. I know we love jean jackets. Okay. They're back in. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Because we have so many. many. And we then, have so many. And then a lot of dresses. If people weren't What kind wearing, of dresses? Like, kind of almost, I want to say, school marmy, where they were a, a flowered pattern, long buttons, maybe belted. Right. Very kind of, you know, old-fashioned. Old and then they would wear a ballerina slap or a, a slipper or and a, a jean tennis jacket shoe. over it? And a jean jacket. Or a blazer. Or a blazer. Okay. And then also, um, the 70s are back in, I saw corduroy pants. <gasps> I saw browns, rust, green. Now, this is <gasps> in the stores, the fall fashion. And I saw several ladies wearing stirrup pants. Oh! Mm-hmm. But that wasn't that wasn't everywhere. I just that was just an observation. All right, these are P- Paris fashion observations. Oh my gosh! When we come back, I can't wait to hear about everything. All so right. we're gonna take Paris. We're gonna take a um, just a trip. We're gonna go on vacation via Lori <laughs> and my bro. I can't wait. This is my talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment. You are listening to Lori and Julia. It's the strolling musicians, and I love accordion. It's I just so too. Parisian. It is. It's very much. I tip all the. I tip. I'm like. The buskers. A, oh, I do. Yep. And you know what I learned in Paris? You have to audition to be a busker in the mm. metro. Okay. That's yeah. interesting. You start on the streets, and of course, the bridge to the Ile de la Cite, you know, right down from Notre Dame, the little island, Ile Saint Louis, and I never know if I say that right, but um, that's a big busking place. But I mean, we heard some amazing. We weren't in the metro that much, but every time we were in a big station, we just heard amazing music, and so I would always have a couple. You know the two dollar euro, right? You know because I. How is the so what's lovely. the rate of the euro these days to the dollar? Uh, is it friendly? You know what, Julia? Here's how I am when I'm in France. One to one. I don't even care. I, okay, right. I is don't. One to one. No, no. I think it's. I think it was better when I was there three years okay. ago. I think yeah, we're not. It's not doing as well. But I get so confused that it's just whatever. Yeah, and but I really, I mean, you, I did very disappointing shopping for all my fashion observations. Really? Because Casey up? is the worst person to go on a trip and shop with, okay? if I don't know that that's just him. Oh, no, there's a lot a, of guys that might I not think like it's, it. Yeah. 
They, and there, you wish you could just plop them somewhere and say. And I did. I did. Yeah. And I ran to Galleries Lafayette, and I, he went home, and I went to Galleries Lafayette, and I bought this beautiful cashmere zip-up hoodie. Yummy. And 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 I'll tell you another fashion observation: okay. um, tight pants or leggings with, like what we did in the seventies, with embroidery. Or striping some kind of ribbon going down, down the, side. the side. Yes, that's everywhere. And jeans, on pants, leggings, leggings, pants, wide pants, a lot of high waisted pants. I know a lot of high waisted pants. But you know, if you have a jacket that hits you at the right spot, it's a very nipped in look. Yeah, it is. You know, You're right. So anyway, so I wanted to shop more. I bought a stupid pair of jeans. I don't even know if I like. I just I got a pair of black plastic. Birkenstocks because my feet were dying. Okay, so that's the first picture. That's the first correspondence. I get a picture of Lori's feet. Well, maybe last Wednesday. Yeah, we we were. That was but, all but I, got. I we sent it to you like on Sunday. Yeah, but that. that's all I got. And you yeah. you had three bandaged toes yes. or the fingers, and that's and that was you it. forget how much walking that you do in Paris. You know, I mean, you just really do, and it's on even streets. And of right. course, I always want to bring kind of a fresh pair of right. shoes, which is you know all. Always my problem, but then I know. I, in. Yeah, but then I can go and buy a pair. So sure. yeah, black plastic. I saw them. Yeah, I know. It's and you dumb. liked them, and they saved your feet. Yeah. Okay. So, um, all right. Now tell us about some of the highlights of places okay. you went. I will tell you that. I mean, first of all, I love every day just seeing these totally Parisian sites. Like a Parisian site that you see every day in Paris is what Casey and I ca- called the car ballet and how the cars and the buses and the scooters and the pedestrians and the bicycles all managed to do a ballet uh, of stopping around. and going over bridges. And, you know, I mean, it's just like for you hear a lot of sirens in Paris, but I, we, you never see any accidents. It is just a virtual ballet. And they have a lot of roundabouts. Not really. Not really. That's more London. There's a few big places. The Arc de Triomphe is like a roundabout that has like 12 avenues coming into it. You know, that one uh, we. Yeah. So anyway, um, but I think my I mean, every day there are several pleasurable Parisian sites. But I think my favorite one was um, she had to have been 90, Mm -hmm. this lady. And there's these covered passage shopping ways right across from the Louvre on the other side of the Tuileries um, on the right bank, definitely on the right bank. And this woman, and she's got a, like, the Chanel jacket's probably 50 years old, black with gold buttons. But still classic. With a little black legging and a ballet flat. Now she's 90 and she's leaning, sitting. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She's rigged up her scooter, her electric scooter, with a seat and she's reading Le Monde. And I love it. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love mean, that. I, I just was like, wow. I mean, you just, that is, that, that I, is something that was really, and I, of course I didn't, you know, I'm not taking the picture or anything. And I'm, everyone's fit because everyone over there, you walk so much. Yes. You literally walk. Yeah. You're walking okay. all the time. So, um, and then also Casey and I had a very funny conversation with a couple at uh, Cafe Duma Goo, which is right over, we stay in the left bank and it's where they have this hot chocolate. That place in Angelina's are the okay. two famous hot chocolate showed, you know, places. And so this man, and he is like so French and he's just got a jacket on and these big bushy eyebrows and a big, you know, big Gallic nose and... um He's got an ascot on. I love it. And a shirt. And his wife has a little dog on the chair next to us. And then she, her hair is back in a bun. And she's got drop pearl earrings on. And and she's got a little, uh, you know, dress with a jacket on. And they're in their 70s, you know. Mm-hmm. And we just start talking. And they're, I don't think she really knew that much English. But he leans over and he said, tells Casey, he said, if I get three wallas. A day from my wife. I know I am doing something good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just three. Yeah, and I was just like, you know, because they really do. And I think I only put it together like maybe a few, a couple trips ago that V O L I A means voila. voila. Yeah. Because the V's are pronounced W's and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we were just laughing about that. I get three Three voila's a day. I'm I love doing it. something good and right. Oh, that's so cute. So, how is Casey's? Is is he? Um, does he take on the accents like I do? Oh no, he finally, you know, or, you know, hey, you know, he's no. <laughs> hey. I mean, he gets better by the end of the trip. Yeah. I got him saying bonjour and s'il right. vous plaît and excusez moi and you know mm-hmm. the basics, right? Or when you know where ue, you know yeah. where is something, mm-hmm. you know ue pharmacy, yeah, whatever. But no, he's not comfortable with it. But we did go, um, we did go to a museum that I'd never been to before. And it was, it's a, not really off the beaten path. You take the metro there, but I had never heard of it. And what it's is called Musée Marmotan, M A R M O T T A N. And it's in this, uh, goes back to the 16th century some duke when this was you know all wooded right land and he owned all the land and he used it for deer hunting anyway it has, be, it has been a museum since like the 19th century but it has the largest collection of monet's right. because monet's son in 1966 gave all the monet's that were at all the different homes to this museum really it was just, it was amazing. I mean, if you've been to La Orangerie and you've been to the mm-hmm, Diorce, mm-hmm. that was just really incredible. That was very, very. Well, those pictures you sent out. Um, when we come back, can you tell us about, you know, Normandy and all the other experiences? Oh, 
I feel like I have to take a break. She's going to take a break. When we come back, then we are going <laughs> to. I need to be caught up on this Les Moonves story. We're going we're gonna to chat about that. All right, um, this is My Talk 1071. You're listening to Lori and Julia. You can download us if you've missed any of this on Podcast One, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, or the My Talk app. But we're always streaming live at My Talk 1071. We'll be right back. I can't shut it down. It's going viral. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. Web. Trending online this afternoon. Today is World Suicide Prevention Day. Also trending, Hurricane Florence. Forecasters say Hurricane Florence has strengthened to a potentially catastrophic Category 4 hurricane. The storm is on course to make landfall in the Carolinas by Thursday morning. Also trending would be college because the 2019 U.S. News and World Report college rankings are in. And for the eighth year in a row, Princeton University has topped the national university rankings. Also trending online would be Miss America, Miss New York, Nia Amani Frank. She became the first woman to win the Miss America crown without having to don a swimsuit. That all happened last night. And also trending, a couple of hot trailers. One for She-Ra Princess of Power, the new animated reboot of that classic 80s series, has a full-length trailer. It debuts later this year on Netflix, and also Outlander Season 4 has a new trailer out, and that will debut on Stars. On November 4th. That's what's trending here at my talk. All right, here's your forecast. Partly cloudy, 64 tonight. Uh, tomorrow should be mostly sunny and breezy, up to 80 for your high tomorrow. 77 right now at my talk. Uh, let's do a giveaway right now. I've got a couple of tickets for uh, Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine's Fashionopolis at Aria. This will be Wednesday, October 3rd at 7 30. And if you'd like to uh, go to that event, be caller seven at six five one six four one one zero seven one. Again, that is this is for Fashionopolis at Aria Monday, October third. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk one zero seven one dot com. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk um, 1071, Everything Entertainment. By the way, Julia, I was very sad to hear about Burt Reynolds last week. Do you know the last time I was in Paris, Joan Rivers died? Wow. And, and that but, was so shocking and sad. Yeah, That's right, you were gone. I was gone for that because she died. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah, and Burt Reynolds, we just had seen him on Watch What Happens mm-hmm. Live with Andy. And, you know, I suppose you guys talked about that he's in that movie, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No, he's not. He never filmed he never his filmed stuff. It. I thought that no, he had no, finished no, it. No, no, He did his scene. No, Damn it. No, nope, it didn't well, happen. Anyway, anyway the, I, I did... Uh, in the mornings, I did uh, a couple times sign in my Wi-Fi just to read the Burt Reynolds yeah. remembrances and stuff. Because, God, he was just something else. No kidding. Yeah. No All kidding. Right, but fine. that did happen. Um, what also happened is last week, and we talked about it a lot, was um, the story came out about the reporter from the Huff Post who decided that they were going to look more into Les Moonves and into some of the, um, you know, allegations. I thought it was Ronan Farrell wrote another story with six women coming that forward. That was today. That happened this weekend. But last weekend, the story about Janet Jackson and how Les Moonves carries such, such a, a vendetta. vendetta and grudge and how he set out personally 
to wreck her wreck career. career. Not because CBS owns radio. Right. Oh my. Well, oh MTV my God. VH1 like, wouldn't play her after he the Super Stander. Bowl. He totally did. Oh. But Lori, before in before all that, because we've been always up, outraged that Justin Timberlake didn't seem to get blamed. No. But what came all. out in that story was and that he threw Janet under the bus. Don't ever forget that. What came out after the story is that CBS carried the Super Bowl in 2004, and a week later they were carrying the Grammys, and Les Moonves canceled both of them. Okay. But Justin Timberlake went to Les Moonves at CBS and begged and pleaded and cried, <gasps> and he got to perform at the Grammys. <sighs> and Janet Jackson... Confirms everything I... Oh, that Janet makes me Jackson, sick. Janet Jackson, he didn't think... Apologized Just, enough. Oh, of course not. Oh, what a pig. I'm so glad he got fired. So anywho, so then over oh. the weekend, you know, we already heard about some sexual allegations against him. Um, he's, you know, people came out and said he's great. Sharon Osbourne from the talk where his wife is with Julie Chen said, oh, interesting timing because the Sumner um, Redstone Viacom vote is coming up. And there's all the things between Viacom and CBS. And we've been talking okay. about all that. But then this but getting weekend. Getting back to Justin Timberlake, though, uh-huh. about him crying. How did, and begging. And begging. Because Les Moonves thought they purposely did that. Nine sixteenths of a second to show Janet Jackson's nipple. Well, they practiced it so that there would be the big star pasty right, over right. the nipple, and, and so that's what he, they he cried. I mean, I mean, do you guys? Uh, does he have what? What kind of a man does that? Well, like you, if you're gonna beg and cry, you beg and cry for both of you. If you're gonna prostate yourself, but and, we don't even know that that isn't true because Les Moonves is a man. That seems like he doesn't like women. Well, yeah, okay. Okay, so you but we don't I, know all we don't uh, know all of that, but it brings because to light. Justin would have said if he'd been had his man pants on, he would have said either, I knew you would find no, an angle. No, Donnie, but, don't no, we know this? No, no, <laughs> pretty much. But he, could, he performed. Oh, Yes, yes, he did, and he performed. got to perform. He right. got to perform, and he grumble. could have said, I'm not performing if she's not performing. We both did that together. He threw her under the bus because, again, his man pants and his little ball boys, or, you know, little the little, little it, potatoes. It, but I'm just saying. I know. That makes me think so little of his character, and I already thought so little of it already. Oh, there you go. Oh. So then over the weekend, how can he hold his head up anywhere now that people know this? Well, (gasps) and I kind of thought after that That says a lot about you. And and it says a lot about Les Moonves. Yes, it says about holding a grudge against a woman. Mm -hmm. um, And it punishing and punishing, which is exactly why people don't ever come forward with the stories. Because you're like, who's going to believe me? And and what we're finding out in the Les Moonves uh, stepped down last night as head of um, CBS. He was uh, chief, he was CEO, and he was uh, chairman of the board of CBS or something. Top of the top. Yeah, top. I I, yeah. I did read. Um, I did a little airport reading. I did read that they're taking this 120 million dollar parachute and holding it aside until the investigation is complete. What right. a bunch of crap! Well, let's listen. <laughs> let's listen to the audio because it is interesting and i think he played his cards completely wrong okay so let's listen to them wrapping it up this morning one of the most successful runs in television is canceled effective immediately les moonves out at cbs his exit coming just hours after new claims of sexual harassment or assault were published by the new yorker 
In a statement, CBS said the network will donate $20 million to organizations that support the Me Too movement and equality for women in the workplace. That money will be deducted from any severance package for the longtime chief executive. Those benefits withheld until investigations into Moonves' behavior are completed. His exit, triggered after six new women on the record with The New Yorker, shared a range of allegations against Moonves, from forcing oral sex to exposing himself, even violence and retaliation. TV executive Phyllis Golden Gottlieb said when they worked at Lorimar Telepictures in 1986, Moonves forced her to perform oral sex on him. She didn't report it because, I realized he was the new golden boy. I just kept quiet. After rejecting another advance, Golden Gottlieb says Moonves got angry over her work and threw her against the wall. Last year, spurred by the Me Too movement, Golden Gottlieb told the New Yorker she filed a criminal complaint against Moonves in Los Angeles, but the statute of limitations had expired. Deborah Cate was a massage therapist in the late 90s. Moonves was one of her clients, but she says he was looking for something more. Every time I went there, he, I would say no or I would pretend like I didn't know what he was talking about. In a statement after his ouster, Moonves said, untrue allegations from decades ago are now being made against me that are not consistent with who I am. In an earlier statement to The New Yorker, Moonves said three of the encounters were consensual, but not which ones. So Moonves has spoken about this a little. Is there anything more he said recently? He did. He released a statement overnight saying, I am deeply saddened to be leaving the company. I wish nothing but the best for the organization. Now, NBC News has not independently verified the allegations against Moonves. CBS says its chief operating officer, Joseph Ionello, will serve as president and act chief executive until a permanent replacement is decided. All right. Why okay. didn't they get rid of him right when the first I know. story with women on the record, because there were like five of them, mm-hmm. and didn't Ronan also report about the CBS 60 Minutes guy? Well, yeah, that producer, because he didn't show up for no, work today either. So That's going to come out. Well, it was interesting watching oh. CBS this morning, Nora O'Donnell. Oh, and Gail King was not there. I saw her over the weekend at the U.S. Open. Okay. Um, so Nora O'Donnell just said the same thing she said when Charlie Rose, their mm-hmm. colleague, was, uh, you know, the sexual allegations came out against him last November. Mm-hmm. We haven't even, it hasn't been a year yet since the first Me Too happened yeah. against Harvey yeah. Weinstein. So she said, um, I need it's to talk cu- about this. Yeah, it's the culture, though. It just was so prevalent and normal. He said uh, he treated me always fine. She talked about her own experience. It's really hard to talk about. However, there is no excuse to do this um, that women... Um, because, it, again, it's like the same thing. Harvey Weinstein didn't uh, harass Meryl Streep because she was in a different place in her career. And, you exactly. Know, say, so it all depends. These people who are who behave like this doesn't mean they do it with every single woman. No, right. They're no. very selective. The, the vulnerable. And to the vulnerable yeah. ones. Yeah, right. they're pitching ideas. And of course, Lorimar, wasn't that, um, was that the uh, production company that like, Aaron Spelling, that was a very big, that they was did a, big a place. ton yeah. of huge TV shows in the 80s. They were like the powerhouse production company. I suppose they had shows running on everything, mm-hmm. but... I do think that that was kind of a storied. Right. I think Les Moonves made a mistake 
Because when the first allegations come out, he should have taken his buyout and ran. Yeah. But nope, he has his ego too involved. Too involved in his memory of it. Yeah. He's probably, you know, offering women too wine involved at 10 and, in the morning. I mean, and now we people know. People re- want to remember things that they want to remember. He could have taken the oh. money and ran in this, in that the Janet Jackson, you know, sabotaging her when it came out. I mean, he played this so dumb. And then Julie Chen. Ego. You know, on the talk, oh, she's yeah. not at work today. No. Um, Let's see what she says. But this Phyllis Golden Gottlieb, you know, the woman that came out and said he threw her against the well, wall. She's 80. She's in her 80s. And yeah. she went last year into the LAPD wow. office to report this. Yeah. Even Amazing. though she knew it was passed. Right. It has been just somebody, something so disruptive in her, her life. life. And right. she was he so, just moved on. And she, she had reported it to two attorneys. I don't wow. know if it was her no or someone else. Take the case. And there were women attorneys, and they said, who's going to believe, believe you? Mm-hmm. So it really is. We're going to take a break. We can still okay. talk about this. We're talking about right. Les Moonves uh, and um, his uh, he, harassment allegations, and it's just unbelievable. This also, is Also, Julie, remember he was livid that Simon & Schuster, Division oh, of yeah. CBS, put out the Janet Jackson book. Seven years, seven years after Nipplegate. Seven years later. He, he couldn't believe I'm it. He so, said, who the bleep let this get through? Oh, I'm so glad he's been taken down. What a bastard. I know, really. Jeez. And All right, so when we come back, we've got a little of this and a little Serena Williams. This is My Talk 1071, Lori and Juliet. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Last week it was raining and miserable, but it, it got it, nice. It rained. Uh, it, it was gray and cloudy two days in Paris, but one of the days we went to Normandy. Tell me about that. Oh. Should we talk about Les Moonves first? Let, finish yeah. our conversation? Well, yeah, let's I know finish you're a little that tired. because um, that one... Um, well, you can tell. Yeah, it. yeah. All right, All yeah, right I can tell you about it. So here's the deal with this whole um, CBS that Les Moonves has stepped down. He would have gotten a $100 million payout. Yeah. If he would have, when the first allegations came, he to, just just did he the was, honorable thing. But he's not an honorable no, man not. in any so shape now or form. His, the whole thing is in jeopardy. But CBS did donate twenty million dollars to me That's too, which so is pittance. lame. That's so lame because they're 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 as dirty as NBC. The culture. I think they're dirtier, Lori. But well, they're all dirty. Dirty is dirty. But I mean, the sixty minutes executive producer, this Jeff Fager. There's yep. all these women that came forward, and the other Ronan Farrow. He didn't show up to work today page six called and they said is he out for rosh hashanah and they just said he's not here so he's going down they people have people know this stuff there are people in other positions who i always think back of the irony of when we were at carlson companies Mm -hmm. and the two vps their nicknames and this was the early 90s this was the zipper twins Mm -hmm. for when they traveled on (laughs) the road and the word with all the women you you do not want to be alone with either one of the vps and we just the code name the zipper twins now think about that Mm -hmm. and you had no recourse because at all human resources reported to to, the ceo to to one of the zipper twins yeah Yeah. one of the vp of hr was one of the zipper twins Mm mm-hmm 
I know who you're talking about. Okay, yeah. right. moving on. But I just, just yeah, just, it's just, just the time. And Katie Couric. Uh, now, if you remember, Katie Couric left the Today Show in right? 2005 to go to, be to CBS. CBS to be an anchor. Right. She was there from yeah. 2006 to 2011, and she spoke out to Ronan Farrow when she was asked, and she said, she said it is. Um, it felt like a boys' club. Uh-huh. Um, there were a number of talented women, but we all seemed to be marginalized and undervalued. Mm, she surprise. worked there, and she also was a contributing um, editor for 60 Minutes at the time. Mm-hmm. She was, uh, wasn't was the only of former female employee that criticized the network's office environment. Um, so they've known about this right. forever. It, what does an, Leslie Stahl say? Well, that's the one I'm thinking if she ever spoke. It's an old network. Everything there feels old. The people, the furniture, the culture, the morals. It's like a frat house. Several producers and editors over the age of 60 who would greet her by kissing her on the mouth. Uh, I had people touch my butt. We had to go into the producer, the 60 Minutes producer, Jeff Fager. He seemed to encourage the climate. climate, And um, we'd always have to go say hello to Jeff, but we'd do it later in the day. Like if you brought someone by, Jeff wants to say hi to you, and then he'd do, you know, just real handsy. Just yeah. real, real handsy. Well, here's another little twist twist in the whole Les uh-huh. Moonves. Apparently, after Ronan's first New Yorker story was published, um, Moonves was the anonymous subject of an article that just came out this past May by Dr. Ann L. Peters. Oh, yes, this is a good one. Uh, the physician's place in the Me Too. And basically, he admits to unwanted kissing of his doctor 19 years ago. And so she wrote her story. He admits this. Mm-hmm. She, what happened is he, what? she was the doctor and she got into the room and he tried to kiss her and yeah. she said, this is not appropriate. So she put something in his file. Oh, and he oh. did it twice. Yeah, she put something in his file um, and she didn't name who it she was when her book card right, came right. out. She couldn't, but she put something in his file to watch out for this guy and always have a second person with you when you're mm-hmm. dealing with him with health-related mm-hmm. issues. Well, the patient called the doctor the next day to apologize. He said he'd had a terrible problem and that he'd done the same thing with many other women, that he basically couldn't control himself when alone with a woman. She told him to get counseling immediately and to never allow herself to, himself to be alone with a woman in a room. She never heard from him again, but she said... To finish the article, he's become even more powerful and venerated in his professional world. Julie Chen's head must be spinning. I would love, you know. And this is the first uh, example of a Fortune 500 executive Mm -hmm. to step down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he just... Oh boy, oh boy. He's an evil man. I he just is an evil man. Un- He's right along with Harvey and yeah. who knows how many yeah, other sure. ones there are. I mean it just means that's how many stories there are. Right. And out I there. and I have to admit I um got up kind of late this morning and I listened to um who's that gal? Megan Kelly. Mm-hmm. And she had on this story and she had um Jenna Bush Yeager or whatever her last name is. Yeager. I can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another woman and then another c- reporter that you'd recognize yeah. with really short hair. And they were talking about this and they said, interesting how prevalent this is in our industry. Yeah. 
the no old surprise. Boy Scout. Yeah, yeah, I think it is, though, in anything. In That's it, what they it, said. Yeah, and it travel, just, hospitality, so many businesses. Corporate were, America, yeah, but cor- music, I mean, we have heard yes. a little bit. I, You know, we haven't heard a lot, but it was it was pretty interesting. And what, you know, they were talking about, I thought they had a good discussion. To yeah. Be well, look at uh, the story that came out about NBC, the woman lawyer who was squashing Ronan Farrow when he was doing the... He'd been working on the piece for NBC News mm-hmm. since February on Harvey Weinstein. And in August, he had to run his story past legal. And even though he had people on record right. with their real names, she was in contact with Harvey and they lost Ronan Farrow, who's right. like this amazing reporter to protect Harvey, Harvey Weinstein and what advertising right, dollars exactly. interviews with actors interviews with actors right you know blah blah who knows I mean it's all so dirty and that was a woman lawyer I know who was complicit in that mm-hmm. and they People lost are, Ronan Farrell right. they don't care if they lose talent it's all about it's it's, all it's about, hard to believe that that that, that you know I mean, and maybe he does have some kind of a problem, but he got diagnosed a long time ago by a physician. And, right. You know what I mean? Right. He, if he admitted it, and good for her for writing about it, and she can't, of course, name him, but I guess... It was unbelievable. Will Julie Chen divorce Les Moonves? Well, Julie Chen married Les Moonves two days after his divorce was final. Yes. So there his was a little wife. overlap. Yeah. He was married to his first wife, you just told me, 30 years. For 30 I think years. So. Yeah. yeah, 30 years. So he was married when all of this was going on. But I mean, will, will Julie Chen stay with him? I don't know. I know He's a pariah. <laughs> you can't go out. I, I He's done. Yeah. And, and I really, I can't tell you when I. And just, he's maybe lied to her. Well, of course. I of never course. did any of this. But, but the thing with the thing with Julie Chen being on a kind of it, it's it's a woman's talk yes. um, format, and then that her husband went so vindictively against yeah. Janet Jackson. Did the ladies on the talk talk about this I, today? I don't know. Okay. I haven't looked. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, that they they would have to. They would have had to. Right, have talked but Julie about didn't it. show up today, so it just She's think taking, it's her. Yeah, here's the quote. I, I'm taking um, a few days off, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she kicked, stood. She stood up against him and said, "These women, I don't believe it. He's yeah. a good man. Yeah. 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 She must. Oh. She's going to be on Big Brother though Thursday night. Oh my gosh! All right, well CBS. we'll be back. We've we got will. Serena Williams. We've got more Paris chat. We've got more stuff to talk about. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's Lori and Julie on My Talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment.